Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio, it is high noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Between the two of us here on the show, we've got a decade of NFL experience, a really good head of hair, and some killer glasses. Now, you should know all of that by now, you knuckleheads. But if you don't, you can still get involved. You can find out everything you want to know. Questions, comments, concerns, reactions on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. Yes, we are here live and in the flesh at noon today. We are not pulling over the wool, pulling the wool over your eyes here today. You, You sure? We got some. Are, are we really here? We got some funny tweets at about <laughs> are, are, are about one really fifteen on Friday. We got yo. Some... It was hilarious. <laughs> like I said, Blade West sent all your negative tweets towards him because he put he pulled the banana in the tailpipe on you guys. Uh, That's what he did. Banana sure in the did. tailpipe. He put the banana in the tailpipe you know, on y'all, man. Arthur Motes, you know this. As a Manchester United fan, I have uh, I have no love for Manchester City. Obviously, true, true. But true. their fans do have a good chance. Okay, so. Their fans are accused of kind of being, they call them plastics ah, in England. Okay, okay. Fair weather fans. Yeah, okay, that, I like it. Who aren't there for the good times and bad? They're, they're not glass. They're they're, they're just fake. they're they're just they're just yep. there for the good times, right? Well, mm-hmm. in response to that, Manchester City fans sometimes mm. when they're having a rowdy game, mm. they'll do a chant where they say, "We're not really, we're not really, <laughs> we're not really here," you know, to like taunt yeah, yeah. people who say that they're fair weather fans. Yeah. We are really here today. We are. Or in are the flesh. We? Or are we? I mean, we're not really. We're, we're not, not really, really. We're not really here. And after that uh, performance by my man Messi yesterday, I, I, it's Ooh. only right that we do have a little football, 
Look, 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 look. I tell you what, look, that was look, a, American soccer. That was a good football, day. Good day know? of football yesterday. That's all I'm saying. World we, Cup rolls hey, right into a Steelers now. victory. Come on now. And of course, it is not just a Monday here on the show. Uh-uh. It is a victory. Don't you love it? Arthur Motes, about seven minutes from now, mm-hmm. we're going to get to our buddy Chris Carter early Mama. on the show today because school, school. he's got Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl responsibilities. Oh. You got to make sure you get the Tony the Tiger in there. Oh. So we're going to talk to CC. No, tell me, tell me. Is it really like yeah. Tony the Tiger? It's the Tony the Tiger. Stop playing with me, man. Stop. <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> Google. Yo, if I'm it, lying, man. I'm dying. I'm not hearing you right now, bro. Uh-uh. Right, look, we got the screen no, right no, here. No, 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 no. I'm just going to ask him. I was just asking. I just might, I, maybe I'll just ask him. <laughs> it really look is Tony this, the Tiger? Look at his logo. <laughs> bro, it's Tony the Tiger. No, like it's really Tony the Tiger. Yes. So what they giving out? Cereal? They better. <sighs> CC better have a box of cereal. Oh, man. Better have a box of cereal by the time this is all said and done. <laughs> I'm getting used. I, I, I got to get acclimated to these bowls. Yeah, they're 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 ever changing. That that wow, that was really Tony the Tiger. I thought you were just doing the whole WU pit thing. No, Tony the Tiger really has his own bowl game. He got his own bowl game. He's big time now. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm slow right here, but um, does Toucan Sam have a bowl game as well? Does Toucan Sam? Have I'm a bowl personally game? more of a Fruit Loops guy than a Frosted Flakes guy. If I had to choose, but I'm just wondering. Hmm. Is there a uh, yeah? I'm a cinnamon toast crunch guy. Do we get? Can I was gonna get, get a cinnamon toast crunch bowl. Is there a uh, Fruit Loops bowl? Like seriously, I did not know that Tony the Tiger had a bowl game. Yes. Where have I been? I'm not playing with you, dude. Where have I been? What's... Tony the Tiger has a bowl game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did everybody, I not know this, man? Everybody got a bowl game. Now. Like I seriously, I'm just like stunned right now. I had no clue that Tony the Tiger really had a bowl game. You know what they say. Wow. You learn something new every day. That That is 100% factual. I have learned a lot just in this little brief moment. Before we get to Chris the Tiger himself. <laughs> Jeez. Arthur Boats, <sighs> victory yesterday. <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> down there in Carolina. NFC South champions on the year, if I do say so. Ran the table. Ran the table. Ran the gauntlet. Uh, biggest... What was what was the biggest key to victory yesterday? I feel like we both probably again would agree that was that was another one of those total team efforts. But what's at the forefront of your mind here on this Monday morning? Uh, zero turnovers by the offense because that was the biggest difference between last week and this week on their side of the ball. And then we were the more physical team in the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively, and that was the biggest difference from last week as well. So those are my two big takeaways. I thought Trubisky still played a really good game like he did last week. The difference was he didn't give you the three. Back-breaking red zone interceptions. This time, we scored three back-breaking red zone touchdowns, and that's why the scoreboard was reflected in that manner. Because as you can see, as long as they don't turn the ball over, by default, they're going to score 21 points. Yeah. Because they're moving the ball like that. And they've been doing that. They lead the league in uh, drives over 10 or, and having drives over 10 plays. They lead the league in that statistic. And that was going into yesterday's game. And you saw how yesterday took place. We had, what, four drives, 10-plus plays, mm-hmm. had one 21-play drive? 21-play drive. And that was with the self-inflicted penalty. But the efficiency has been there. The biggest issue, and we talked about this coming out of the bye week, had turned to 
could we score in the red zone? We had had a lot of multiple trips in the red zone, but we only scored one touchdown, kick multiple field goals. Right. Or we're kicking all field goals exclusively. And we said last week, man, if we just settle for three field goals, we win that game. So this week, what did we do? We just protected the ball. When he got into the red zone, we linked more on the running game. Jalen Warren, Najee Harris. And that was ultimately how we were able to score three touchdowns. And then defensively, we controlled the line of scrimmage. Larry Joby from the first snap set the tone. Yes, he did. Alex Highsmith set the tone. Cam Hayward set the tone. T.J. Watt set the tone. We love their pass rush ability, but watch them against the run. The Carolina Panthers had 21 rushing yards. Do you realize they were averaging 122 rushing yards? They were winning games the same way we've been winning. Their previous five games, they were 3-5, and five, and the reason why they had lost their only the two games in that were when they were held under 100 yards rushing. Hmm. Baltimore did that to them, same way Baltimore did it to us. The games they had been winning, they had been the more physical team. They had been controlling the line of scrimmage. But that was the difference yesterday. We got back to doing what we love to do. Outside of the Ravens game, we haven't seen this team since the bye week really be out-physicaled yeah. like we saw a week ago. But yesterday, it got back to what we what we know we were capable of. And I know people will try to discredit it because of the Panthers' record. And if you do that, I mean, to each their own. But to me, Carolina is very similar to us in the sense that they do have quality players. They're a very streaky team, but they're still a young team as well. They're a team that's trying to figure out their pieces, where they're going to keep moving forward and how they're going to make certain adjustments. So we highlighted all those things, but I think that was like my big takeaway is just offensively, no turnovers. Defensively, we were physical at the line of scrimmage. I think it's that simple. I think you're absolutely right. The Steelers, you know, they were able to assert their will on the ground and they were able to stop Carolina from doing that same thing. And, hey, that was what, week 15? Yeah. Right? Yep. We we we've got a large sample size at this point. We know mm-hmm. that's the formula for this team. We we've discussed that at nauseum since the start of the season. That's how you win, and that's how the Steelers won. And I'm with you. People can say, "All right, well, you know, it's not Baltimore. They didn't do it against Baltimore. All right, well, it's it's not Cincinnati. They didn't do it against Cincinnati." This Panthers team is a good running the football team. They're they're good on the ground. They've got that tandem of of Hubbard and Foreman, and they've got. A young, but I think a, a promising offensive line in that regard. Well, and also, um, for the ones that just focus solely on records and poo-poo them, I mean, our record was the exact same as theirs. So it's not like we're punching down on anybody. We're winning the games that we're supposed to win, if anything. And that's still a positive. No doubt. So however we want to spin it, if you want to give them credit, if you don't want to give them credit, either way, they took care of the business that they were supposed to take care of. No doubt. I I I am I'm with you on that 100. Um, and you know I, I I think that that is I think that's where where most of us are on uh on this Monday this on victory this, oh, Monday oh, say, on what type of Monday victory thank you thank what, you what better way to to really uh you know get us over the top here in our first segment on a victory Monday than to go to the phone lines you know I'm hungry <laughs> one third of the Migos joins us now I should have had me some cereal today. Oh, I see where you're going with this. It's CC on the line. Chris Chris Carter, of course, Locked on Steelers Podcast, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. CC, what's up, buddy? How we doing? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing on Victory Monday? Man, first off, I'm, You need to confirm yeah. something to Moats because he thinks I'm lying Yeah, over dude. Here. So, so I'm doing great on Victory Monday, but then I was completely thrown off. Wes okay. had said that, you know, we were going to be talking to you earlier. So I'm like, all right, bet. What's up? He says that you're down there for a bowl game. 
So I'm like, all right, cool. What's the name of the bowl game? Well, the, pre- the, the press conference and stuff. He, the, yeah. the press conference. So he's like, such, such, such. It's the, the Tony the Tiger Bowl. And I'm like, what? Stop playing with me. And he's like, no, it's really the cereal bowl, like the Tony the Tiger, like from Frosted Flakes. Well, it's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. So this is accurate. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. I'm not lying, right? I yes. said Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, and he thought I was like, he thought I was being facetious. I thought it was one of those WVU oh. pit things. I did not know he was being for real. What? Oh, it's, it's legit that. It's, it's really the cereal bowl. Deep in the West Texas town of El Paso. Yes, hmm. yeah, that, uh, El Paso. Uh, they'll be there uh, the day before New Year's, or the day before New Year's Eve, excuse me. Um, so, uh, hmm. yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's a real thing. Um, and uh, actually, uh, there's a lot of player kit players that are announcing today as they're they're declaring for the NFL draft. Okay, okay. We're going to see a lot of new Pitt Panthers down mm. there. Uh, so, uh, so wait, a lot of Pitt Panthers <laughs> trying to earn their stripes I down can't there. Stand you. Oh yes. What? No, Panthers don't have stripes. That's like tigers. Moats is over here now. All right, do we I have just, a Captain Crunch Bowl? I'm just hey, serious. I'm just. I just didn't wait, know. Wait. I did not know. Ask, ask him what the sponsor for WVU Bowls gave it. Uh-oh. Now, hold on. How am I catching strays out here? <laughs> do, do, are, now, hold are, on. Are this you, was not about me or WVU at all. This was about Moats not believing that it's I called just, the Tony the Tiger yeah. Sun Bowl. <laughs> all right. Is West Virginia in a cereal bowl? <laughs> we, in the, we in the Captain Crunch Bowl. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. <laughs> I just can't. I, I just had no clue that this was really a thing. And it really just caught me completely off guard. I apologize, but I'm just like shocked. Like, yo, it's really a Tony the Tiger Bowl. Bro, there's like a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl now. Like, what? There's Duke's Mayo Bowl. So are they giving? Yeah. So there's they the give Gasparilla out, Bowl. So that's what they, they just give out yeah. cereal. Tony the Tiger Merchant. Mostly, if you wanted to, there would be there could be the Arthur Motes Bowl. You just got thrown off money around. And I would just give out Arthur Motes gear. You could give out whatever you It's your bowl oh, game. Yeah, you can give yeah, out whatever yeah. you want. All right, all right. Mutz has been—he's been, he's been so right. rattled by this to it, start the show. I was not CC, prepared to know tell. this. I, I was just—I I did not anticipate that really being a bowl. I'm sorry. I'm here now. I'm back. Now that I'm thinking yep. about that, real quick, all bowl games should be named after cereal. Doesn't it just make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm a cereal guy. You're a cereal guy. CC, are you a cereal guy? I love cereal. I, I get honey nut Cheerios almost uh, like like about three times a week. Ooh, those now, are good. It's good for your cholesterol now, too. See, I've been my told. problem is whenever I hear honey nut Cheerios, I think of Kevin Garnett, Carmelo Anthony, and Lala. Oh, I can't help geez. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Okay, so I can't even enjoy that. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You are silly. I'm sorry. Chris, is, is everything we saw yesterday down in Carolina, I mean, this is what we've been talking about, right? That That's the blueprint. That's where Motsi kind of started the show today. Offense not turning the ball over, able to run successfully. Defense shutting down what the other team does well. You know, in this case, Carolina's run game. I mean, this is this is what the what we saw yesterday, I think, is how the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, in a perfect scenario, were built for this 2022 season. No, I, I think this is the actualization of what the Steelers have been putting together. Like most is saying, you know, this is, um, you know, they, they, like you said, they ran the ball in a balanced, a balanced attack that leans heavy to the run. Uh, you know, if you go back, they, they converted 22 first downs. Of those 22 first downs, 13 were part of the run, nine were part of the pass. <laughs> we got it in there, most. But 
Still getting thirteen nine jokes off. You know they're just. I mean, this is. I'm just. I'm just catching all the strays. I mean, I did nothing. I just showed up here. And I'm just. You planted the seed in my head. Catching, just nope, catching. Just nope, catching nope. strays. What, I tell you. Hey, ya. hey, CC. West trying to act as if he's innocent. He threw that seed in my head by saying by the saying, name of a bowl game. No, if he would have just said it was the Sun Bowl. It would have been fine. Yeah, just let it go. Let he go, said it was the Tony the Tiger Bowl. Because it is. And then and then Tony I didn't the Tiger didn't pay all that money you, for you to call you it the Sun Bowl. Said, if you would have just said Sun Bowl, I would have been like, okay, that's legit. That sounds very respectable. Like, I get it. He was like, nah, they got the Tony the Tiger Bowl. And I'm like, the cereal? And then he just went with it. So he is not innocent. I'm just throwing it out that he is not innocent. I, I am, I'm innocent. Yeah. <laughs> I spit but, more rhymes know, than a lazy Susan, and I'm innocent until my guilt is proven. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, back, back to my point. This, this was the balance attack they were looking for. You're not going to get 75% of third down conversions every week. It would be really nice to see. But not turning the ball over, making smart decisions with the ball, and Mr. Risky. And I, I think it kind of confirms there's a lot of questioning about – you know, at the beginning of the season, why are you signing Mitch Trubisky when you have Mason Rudolph? Why are you drafting Kenny Pickett when you get Mitch Trubisky? And then when you, and then even this week, we was, why are you having Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph splitting snaps? You're going to ruin whoever does start. And none of that came to pass. The Steelers, they came, they came out. Mitch Trubisky didn't try to do too much, but was aggressive, you know, in some key moments. Uh, some really big third down conversions. Uh, and I think another thing, you know, people talk, we're, we're panicking about Pat Meyer and the offensive line. And they're not coming together in the first month of the season when, you know, this group is trying to learn how to play together under a new, uh, under a new position coach. Um, and all of a sudden now this group is playing better and they still haven't invested, you know, a real, you know into a top tier offensive lineman out of the NFL draft or anything like that. I, I think you're seeing the foundation being built for what the Steelers, you know, could be in the near future. Uh, and I said this in my Lockdown Steelers Monday episode. I think that this is part of it. It's not the simple the whole picture. They're going to want more out of their quarterback eventually. But they need a strong offensive line. They need a running game that can grind out the clock. They need possession football where the quarterbacks make smart decisions and don't turn the ball over. And they need a defense that stuffs the run and, they, and puts the puts the put in situation so that their pass rush can win. They did all of those things on Sunday, and that's why they got to win. Now – I need to ask you about the young receiver who put on one of them nice performances yesterday, Deontay Johnson. What were your thoughts mm-hmm. on what you saw from him, man, some of the positive and, you know, some of the not so positive, but more so the positive? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you continue to see his spectacular ability to get off, get off, get off the ball, get into his routes, get separation, and beat defenders. And it didn't seem to matter who was covering him. He was going to be open in this game. You, know, you still had some moments where you're like, come on, Deontay, where he's running backwards and giving up yards. You know, but then there was one time it worked. But then, of course, he had a taunting penalty. And I think those are things that he's got to mature from. But we got to remember Deontay Johnson is still in his fourth year in the NFL. He's 26 years old. He's going to develop. Uh, he's still got time to develop. He's not – I don't think he's a finished product. I didn't think that we've seen – the majority of his growth that we'll see in his career, but I don't think he's done growing though. And I think that that's a good sign for him. And I also think that as just the quarterback position, as Kenny Pickett develops, you know, you're hoping that he does, if he does develop into a, a really good quarterback, their relationship is going to grow and you're going to see his numbers go up. And with that, his production, and the balance of the offense. But um, I thought he did a really good job. He caught every ball that was thrown at him, 10 of 10 on his target. 
Uh, and, and, you know, I think it was also interesting. There was, there's been a lot, you know, of noise about him and Mitch Trubisky because, you know, there was the noted fight in the locker room last time of the Jets game when Mitch Trubisky got benched. And then this past week he said, oh, I, you know, it would be nice if Mason Rudolph could, you know, could, get a, could play well in a start. And everyone was like, oh, he's dissing Mitch Trubisky. And, you know, that, that could have been something that flared up. If, if the Steelers' locker room was as bad as everyone you know, we were saying it is, that would have been something that flared up. Mr. Wilson never would have thrown to him, and then there would have been actual problems in the field. The exact opposite happened, and the Steelers got a big win. Chris, you know, I think we all anticipate that as long as, as Kenny is cleared and, and you know, um, healthy this week, that, that he will go back under center. But maybe in the bigger picture, regardless of who is quarterback, does it feel like this Steelers offense has maybe finally found that identity that we've been talking about all season? I do think so. I do think so. And we, we've seen it since the bye, right? This, the, Saints, the Saints game, they, they, had that, they had that identity. The Colts game, the Falcons game, really the, the, big, the two games where they haven't been able to do it were the, uh, the Bengals and the Ravens. And the four wins that they've had since the bye, they ran for over 150 yards and they won all four. Um, and I think that, that's, that this is who they're trying to be, especially right now. They, they, they drew up this, this game plan for this season based off of their strength. And I also still think, again, uh, you know, this isn't going, are going to always be who they are, but they needed to at least be this. And I think that if, if this can be who they are moving forward, this sets a foundation for when next year or in the offseason in a few months when they're looking at free agents, when they're looking at, uh, at guys in the NFL draft, top prospects to add. You know, you're, when you added guys this year, there was no identity to the offense. There was no it was, people didn't know like James Daniels coming in. Okay, what the heck is the offensive line's you know identity? What, what how did how do they play? What's their style? They, no one knew that. Kenny Pickett coming into the offense. What is this offensive identity? What is their style? Nobody knew that. Now this time next year, let's say they go and add a top tier guard or a tackle. Let's say they go and add you know maybe a playmaker, another playmaker wide receiver or just. Some, you know, they add some pieces to, to this offense next year. There's no questioning anymore who or what the identity is. They know this is the style of football that we know that we can play and we can win. And new additions can fall in line instead of kind of trying to be part of assembling the line, which is a lot of what has happened this year. So that's growth, that's development, and you want to keep seeing that with a very young roster that the Steelers have. And speaking of growth and development, we've seen Alex Highsmith continue to grow and develop. How much is he going to cost? Because he he, he, he keep getting sacks now, man. How much you finna cost? He he, he going to cost. And, <laughs> I, 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 and, and I'm not saying that lady. Alex deserves his paycheck. He, yeah. he, he's a double-digit sack guy. You know, he's not going to be a defensive player of the year guy. And that, but that's fine. Very few people are. He, but he's a very productive guy. He's very stout against the run. He has gotten very sound at his fundamentals. You never hear anything about him off the field other than his charity work, other than what he's doing, you know, and how, he's, how nice his family is. He, he fits the mold of what you want as a, as a, as a defender. Uh, and and I, I feel like, you know, he's growing to be a bit more than just a role player with, with the fact that he leads the team in sacks. And he's up there, you know, amongst the best in the league. So he's going to cost, um, and I, I do think the Steelers should pay it unless someone comes in offering some crazy deal because someone's going to look at him and say, you know, he's pretty young. He's mid-20s. You know, let's uh, – you got one year left in the deal. Let's, let's trade for him, and we'll give you this, you know, this shiny draft pick or something that the Steelers are like, you know what, we can flip that into something else. That's the only way that I think that Alex Hodgson does it this time by the Steelers because 
They see the value of him, and I think they want they would like a pay, a partner with T.J. Watt for the next several years. Chris Carter, for more of his stellar thoughts, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Steelers podcast, all of his work in the PG as well, too. Buddy, we know it's a hectic week. We appreciate you uh, making some time for us here in the middle of it. Thank you. Mama! Thanks, fellas. There he goes. Off to eat some cereal? Talk about some cereal? I can't stand you. This is really a thing. I've been trying to work my way past. I was like, don't think cereal. Don't think cereal. Don't think cereal. Captain Captain Crunch Bowl. It's very hard not to think cereal. Honey Bunches of Oats Bowl. Like, this is crazy. Frosted Flakes Bowl. This is really a thing. Like, this is legitimately a thing. Life Bowl? I don't like that cereal, personally. Do you not? I'm not a fan of it. I'm not either. Wifey kind of likes it. Reese's, Reese's Bowl. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Ore- What's the Oreo cereal? Oh, I don't, man. Oreos? I think it is just Oreos. And you got like Triple that? Hoys, right? Oh, Chip Ahoy be hit. What about the Count Chocula Bowl? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, Cocoa uh-huh, Puffs? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks to Chris Carter for taking the time for us on a Monday. The cereal Bowl. Cereal Bowl. I like it, though. Oh, yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah. The Steelers, they took care of business at Bank of America Stadium. All right. Ain't no cereal names in the National Football League on Sundays. Mm. All right. Uh, we're going to get to our first break here. We come back on the other side. We have got plenty more to get to. We got to talk a little bit more about this defense. We'll talk a little bit more about this run game. We'll talk a little bit more about Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit more about all things that transpired yesterday. We might even have to get Arthur Motes' opinion on some of the things that happened outside of the whistles. Oh, hey now. Ooh, there's a little chippiness down there Real? in Carolina as well, too. A little angry cat. Uh, we got the tweets rolling in. Keep those uh, keep those coming. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. We'll get to some of your tweets uh, here, actually, when we return on the other side. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler on a victory Monday. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.